Welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Steven. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. You know I love getting your day started off with something positive, something encouraging, something to inspire you. And I found it. Coach Chris Hogan really has a way of pumping me up. And I thought, hey, let's turn this around. Let's share this with everybody. See what you think about this. These are some words that might just change your day. Here, see what you think. Hello, everybody. Coach Hogan coming at you. Hey, listen, everybody I talk to wants to win, but nobody likes to wait. But here's the reality. It's going to take time for you to make those improvements. So what I want you to do is to just downshift a little bit and understand you're going to have to aim your effort toward your goals. Too oftentimes we're quick to judge ourselves, too quick to be hard on ourselves about where we're not, instead of understanding where you are is right in the middle of an opportunity. So I want you to be kinder to yourself. Speak some encouraging words to you, some things that let you know that, hey, you're not done yet, but you're on your way. Those encouraging words will change your spirit, and it'll change how you look at whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So take a deep breath. And as you kick off this new week, I want you to believe in you and believe in what you can do. You can do it. Life and death are in the power of the tongue and how we talk to ourselves has a lot of impact on our lives. Here's one certain thing. God's going to see you through it. Here's Brandon Heath. There's one thing that I've found throughout my 40 years of living on this earth. It's that generosity is a way of life. Yeah, it's how we conduct ourselves, right? It says a lot about our character and it really impacts the people around us. Stick around. I'm going to talk about that coming up next. Generosity is a huge thing, right? We are instructed time after time to have generosity in the Bible. I mean, look at the life of Jesus. He always, it seems like, put other people before himself. He wanted to make sure everybody else was taken care of. And so we should learn a lot from him in that way, right? But let's be honest, not everybody gets the memo. Not everybody tries to put that into practice. And yeah, it can kind of be a problem. That person, sometimes you don't like being around them because they're all about themselves. Very selfish. And you hope that you don't turn out the same way. So you try all that you can to make sure that you're putting generosity, gratitude, and thankfulness into the mix of your character traits, right? Because you're putting those into practice. you got to flex those muscles so they get bigger, right? And life is better because of it. But I know sometimes it's like, why am I trying so hard when other people aren't doing the same thing? But let me just remind you of something. You are making a difference. You are impacting the world around you by your generosity. You really are. And hey, I've got a little bit of a story here. Now, this comes to us from Simon Sinek. This guy has a way of really putting things into perspective. And his story about being on a flight, I think will really help you see how we can use generosity or we cannot use it and the kind of impact that it has on those around us. Here, take a listen to this. See what you think. We got into flight. We, we sort of reached altitude and uh, the flight attendant came around to ask us if we wanted breakfast. And she came over to us and she said, would you like cereal? Or would you like the omelet? She said to me. And I said, I'll have the cereal. And she turns to my sweet mate and my, ste- my, my seat mate. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, she turns to my uh, my seatmate, and she says, do you want the omelette or do you want the, the cereal? And she says, I'll also have the cereal, two cereals. Four minutes later, the flight attendant comes back and says, I only have one cereal. <laughs> so now I've already decided in my mind that I was going to say to my seatmate, um, you have the cereal, right? That was, I, w- I had already decided But before the words could even come out of my mouth, she turns to the flight attendant and says, I'll have the cereal. (laughs) And at that point, I hated her. (laughs) And here's the joke. She lacks a spirit of generosity. No matter what option she would have chosen, she would have gotten the cereal. For one, if she'd waited for three seconds and heard that I was about to offer it to her, she would have got the cereal, right? If she absolutely had to have the cereal, she could have turned to me and said, do you mind if I have the cereal? And I would have said, go right ahead, right? She could have even apologized or said thank you to me. I'm really sorry, allergic to eggs, can I have this cereal, you know? In other words, no matter what option she chose, she would have got the cereal. 
But the one option she went with was to take a selfish perspective, to go for what she wanted and ignore the wants, desires, or needs of anyone around her, even including just being polite. In other words, she didn't have to give me the cereal. She could have just been polite about it, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? It really talks a lot about our character, doesn't it? How if she would have just waited just a few seconds without blurting out, I'll have the cereal. She would have got the cereal anyway. And she would have let somebody else be generous to her. She missed out on a blessing by opening her mouth too quick. It's crazy how sometimes we do that because, let's be honest, we get jaded. We get burnt from time to time. It's like people aren't generous to us, so why should we be generous generous to others? But here's what we have to remember. As followers of Christ, we are supposed to be following His example. We are supposed to be putting others' needs ahead of ours. In a lot of cases, it's one of those things about having a spirit of generosity. And that's what the world sees in us. You know, I love it how it says this. Uh, Philippians in chapter 2, the verse here, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And so if we're living that scripture out, then this world is going to be a better place. And we're putting those things into practice that Christ has taught us to do. So, I don't know, maybe you have a hard time with this because, like I said, you have been burnt by somebody before who was always out for themselves. Or maybe you work in a very toxic work environment where everybody is out for number one and nobody else. They're just out for themselves. Well, let me tell you, you can bring a flavor to that environment that is so attractive that will cause others to to want to know, hey, what's different about that person? And that opens up a great door of opportunity for you to share with them why you are the way you are. You can even call that workplace evangelism. It's not that you're going in there preaching the gospel. It's that you're just being an example of what Christ has called us to be. So it's just an idea for you. Put it into practice. Try it. Try this. Okay, take this challenge. Do this all week long. Just this week. Just... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Let's run an experiment together. Have a little more generosity. Put others' needs ahead of your own. A little more than normal. This week. And see if your workplace doesn't start turning around. See if things don't smooth out at home just a little bit. See if that church environment becomes a little more friendly as well. Because let's be honest, we are all flawed people coming together... (laughs) as the body of Christ on a Wednesday, on a Sunday, through these different ministries, and sometimes we rub each other the wrong way. But if we can use a little more generosity, we can even see those environments smooth out a little bit. So take the challenge, okay? I'll take it with you. And let's see if we can't make this world and our own little worlds a little better by taking this challenge together, okay? Okay, so I've never quite thought of it this way before, but there is a certain rhythm that you take when you're giving somebody a phone number over the phone, right? I mean, there's a certain rhythm that we've come to expect. That way we can jot down the number right. Yeah, you kind of group them up, right? You give the area code, you give the three numbers together, then you give the other three numbers and the last four numbers. But what happens when somebody doesn't have that rhythm? They just aimlessly throw out numbers. It makes it really hard, doesn't it? Yeah, I spent a lot of time on the phone uh, trying to uh, generate some business impact partners for the station. I've run into this a time or two as well. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to have some help from Kevin James on this coming up here on the show. He, he points it out in the best way possible. I love his story. So stick around. We'll get to that coming up just here in the next few minutes on the Lifeline Morning Show. In the meantime, you're Stephen Curtis Chapman with something beautiful. Oh, this guy, let me tell you, he's been around for years and years in contemporary Christian music, and he's still bringing brand new stuff. I love these behind-the-scene tidbits that I get to bring to you, uh, like with Stephen Curtis Chapman and his family. Well, his wife, Mary Beth, well, she posted recently that she is so happy that her daughter, Stevie Joy, 
is cheering with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yes, this is year number two. She made it through tryouts, and this has been an amazing season for her. So that couple, Mary Beth and Stephen Curtis Chapman, are so tied to our state. I think that is awesome. Yeah, with Stephen, you see, he's been around for years and years. I told you a little bit about that just a few minutes ago, before I hit that last song, Something Beautiful. That's one of his older songs, but he's got some new stuff. He just recently released. In fact, he just recently released a brand new album full of songs. And I've got to play two of them for you here on the radio. I'm going to play one of those for you here in just a second. But first, let me tell you what Mary Beth did. I don't know if you saw this trend going around social media, but people are taking these pictures of the spirit of Halloween. It looks like a costume container, right? It looks like something you buy at the store to dress up as. Well, guess what Mary Beth did? She took that and she put Stephen Curtis Chapman's picture on it and said that this adult-sized costume, this package is complete with a mullet wig, (laughs) an inflatable guitar, and a Dove Award. Horse and saddle are not included. (laughs) I love that because this guy, I'm telling you, he got on the Christian music scene way back. We're talking about late 80s, early 90s. And he was rocking that acoustic guitar with the mullet. And uh, yeah, that song, Saddle Up Your Horses, that's what the whole, you know, horse and saddle not included. So I love that about them. But yeah, that's just a little bit of the behind the scenes and how that couple is connected to our state. I just thought it was worth mentioning. And uh, yeah, so who knows? You might see Stevie Joy Chapman. On the sideline, next time Alabama is on the TV, which is coming up this Saturday, by the way. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Roll Tide. (laughs) But here is Stephen Curtis Chapman, one of his brand new songs. Yeah, so good. This is Still. Turn it up. See what you think about it. I I love it. The sky was clear. Kentucky blue. He led me high up the mountain to show me the view. All right, now your word of life. Today from Isaiah 54, verse 10, in the New Living Translation of the Bible. For the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. Wow, that's a promise worth holding on to and worth sharing with somebody. So why don't you do that? We've got that word of life ready for you over on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's always at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. Well, Candy Night is tonight. And with that in mind, I thought I'd pass along just a little bit of information to you. Right here in Gunnersville, there is going to be a fall festival happening at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. Yep, 530 to 7.30, free food, inflatables, trunk or treat, and much more. The church is located at 539 Gunter Avenue. For more information, you can go to gfumc.com. Net. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. You know, we've got the car line competition coming up at the top of the hour, right? Your chance to win three gift cards. Oh, it's always so much fun. So stick around for that and enjoy some more great music. Here's Corey Asbury, The Father's House. One, two, three. Snack time! Does that bring back a childhood memory for you? Yeah? Cookie Monster. Loving some cookies, right? That's that's what he was doing. That's what he was known for. He's called the Cookie Monster for a reason. It really made me sad in recent years when the Cookie Monster came out and said that cookies are just a sometimes food, that he has to eat his fruits and vegetables. I'm like, no, he just eats cookies. <laughs> but when it comes to cookies, which do you like better? Chocolate chip? Oatmeal raisin? <laughs> Peanut butter cookie? Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. Butter cookies? Oh. Delicious, right? There's so many great cookie varieties out there. But here's the deal. They're just so good, you want to scarf them down like the Cookie Monster, right? I mean, that's what he taught us. you got to enjoy that cookie. <laughs> and it's always fun watching him eat that cookie because you see all of the cookie comes out of his mouth. It's hilarious. Anyway, it must taste good, though. Um, anyway, I-, I wanted to touch on this. So there is this little girl who recently got a cookie, but so did her sister. And you see, there's something uh, different about the way that this little girl ate her cookie as opposed to her sister. Yeah, this one, she took a cue from Cookie Monster 
Her sister, not so much. She took her sweet, precious time. And you know what? Kind of caused a little bit of a problem. And um, here, I, I'll, let you be the, I'll let you be the judge of this. See what you think about eating the cookie slowly as opposed to quickly. Well, next time I give you both a cookie, you watch what she does and take a bite when she takes a bite. I just want another cookie just to practice. I love it. She wants another cookie just for practice because she needs to practice eating it slowly. <laughs> oh, I put a smile on my face. But give that girl another cookie. She deserves it. Come on. Here's Ben Fuller with who I am. Hey, stick around. Right after this, we're going to get into the car line competition. I stand in front of the mirror But I don't like who's looking back at me Wish I could see things clearer oh. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn! That's how we start the car line competition. Your chance to win three gift cards this morning. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store. It's so much fun. It's just a trivia game. I ask a question, give you the cue to call, you call me up, you answer it, you get it right, and you win three gift cards. One to keep, two to give away. Because we want to make your day better, but we want to help you make somebody else's day better at the same time. And there's no reason to be nervous because I actually take these calls while the music's playing. So then I go back, I edit it, I make you sound like a rock star on the radio, and all is well. So enough of that, enough talk. Let's get down to the action. Here is your first question of the car line competition. You ready for this? All right, what happens to light on a reflective surface? Does the light bounce off the surface? Does the light pass through the surface? Or is the light blocked by the surface? The number is 256-505-0885. Yeah, what happens to light on a reflective surface? Does it bounce off? Does it pass through? Or is it blocked by the surface? 256-505-0885. Call me up. Let me know. Win some gift cards. Oh, today's your day. If you've been trying and trying, I don't have a phone call yet. 256-505-0885. In the meantime, Josh Baldwin, there is freedom. Right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. So let's do it again, shall we? Here's a different one. I'm changing them out. And uh, might as well go with this. Okay, what is the time when looking at a clock, if the little hand is between five and six, and the big hand is one tick before the five? Is it 419, 519, 524 or 532. The number to call is 256-505-0885. Again, what's the time if the little hand is between the 5 and the 6 and the long hand is one tick before the 5? Is it 419, 519, 524 or 532? The number to call is 256-505-0885. Call me up. Let me know. Win some gift cards this morning. In the meantime, some more great music. Crowder within the house. Hey, you're going to have the chance to see him with Toby Mac. Two opportunities coming up in January and February. I'll be telling you more about that as we get a little bit closer. Hey, I was so glad we were able to give away a pair of tickets to the Jeremy Camp Katie Nicole concert that happened on Saturday. You know, we did that last Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Caring Heart Thrift Store said, hey, we want to give away a pair of tickets. So we had everybody who played entered, and we did the drawing. I went ahead and put that up on Facebook uh, on Friday to let people know who won. But a big congratulations to Hayden, who won the tickets. So a lot of fun there. And I know uh, at least two or three people who went to the concert said they had a blast. I even saw Charles Parkinson go ahead and, and he blasted social media with a live video. Oh, it looked like they were having a great time. And the bass, oh, was so loud. It was great. I love that about a good concert. You can feel that bass in your chest. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> but hey, um, I wanted to say uh, we do have an opportunity for you to get involved um, without calling in to the station this morning. I've got a question up asking you, what is your favorite smartphone app? And why? I've got it posted on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So if you go over there and answer that for me, I greatly appreciate it. We're going to talk about uh, some apps that are pretty useful. One in particular that might actually help you parents get your little ones to get motivated around the house. Hmm, This could be dangerous, but a whole lot of fun for them. So stick around. We'll talk a little bit about that. But hey, let me go ahead and ask this question one more time. It's all about telling time, looking at one of those analog clocks, you know, the the clock face with the one through the, uh, yeah, anyway, you remember there's a big hand, there's a little hand, yeah? Well, here's the question for you. You have to kind of picture the clock face in, in your mind. So what is the time? If the little hand is between the five and the six, and the long hand is one tick before the five. Is it 419, 519, 524, or 532? The number to call, 256-505-0885. Call me up, let me know, and win three gift cards. Here's I am they with scars while I wait on your phone call. 256-505-0885. Oh, I got somebody. Yay! 885 JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Caden. All right, what you up to today? I'm um, going to school. Very cool. Now, did you say your name is Caden? Yeah. Do you play soccer? Yeah. Were you on my daughter's soccer team? Yes. <laughs> I thought so. Oh. <laughs> hey, are you having any kind of a Halloween party at school today? Well, we're eating a bunch of snacks, I think. Awesome. Yeah, we actually made some mummy juice boxes over the weekend. Does that sound spooky? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I've got a question for you. I want to see if I can give you some gift cards here. So, you have to think of a clock, right? On this clock, you've got a big hand and you've got a little hand. Now, the little hand is between the five and the six. And the big hand is one tick before the five. So what time is it? Is it 419, 519, 524, or 532? 524. 524 is correct. Congratulations to you. You just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? That's awesome. Yeah, I think so too. And here's what I want you to do. We're giving you three. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. We want you to keep one of these and give the other two away to two very special people. Who are those people for you today? Victoria, my friend. Oh, Victoria. Why do you like Victoria so much? Um, she's nice and she has... And she is just an amazing kind friend. Awesome. And you got one more person you can give one to. Who's that second person? My teacher, Ms. Cooksey. Awesome. Why do you like that teacher so much? She's really nice and kind. That is awesome. I'm so glad you have a great friend and a great teacher and such a big heart giving away gift cards like that. All right. Thank you for calling me. I need a little more info. Do you know your address by chance? Um, I actually do. Awesome. Well, I'm ready for it. All right. I got it, Cadden. Thank you so much for calling me. And hey, your last name is Williams, right? Yeah. Awesome. Just wanted to make sure. Have a great day. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Caden Williams, oh, thank you so much for playing my game. I always have a blast doing this, and I hope you have a wonderful party today. All right, tell you what, I've got some weather and word of life, and then I'll have your chance to win some gift cards as well, coming up very shortly, so stick around. Having so much fun with this car line competition, let me tell you, you never know who you're going to talk with. Sometimes I talk with the students, sometimes with the teachers, sometimes I talk with the bus drivers, you just never know who you're going to talk with. Sometimes I hear from the same person a few times, and I love that because we all get to learn a little bit more about them. It makes things a little more interesting, right? So who am I going to hear from this morning? Well, let's find out because I got another question for you right here. It's all about the rainbow. How many colors are in the rainbow? Are there seven, nine, five, or ten? The number to call is 256-505-0885. Oh, oh my goodness. Quick on the draw. I've already got a caller. Oh, all right. (laughs) Thanks for hanging on with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Here's some more great music for you. It's not something I'm proud of, but I had a little bit of a technical difficulty. You see, there was some operator error, and I did not capture that last phone call. But I will tell you that I got a caller. Her name is Lila Kinney, and she told me there are seven colors to the rainbow 
Yeah. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. She got the extra points, too. And it was Lila Kinney. Now, she is one of three grandkids in the car with Stanley Marsh, a good friend of the show. And I'm so glad to hear from her this morning. But guess what? She said the two people she's going to give her extra gift cards to are her mom, because her mom takes care of them, washes their clothes, cleans the house, picks them up, takes them to church. It was such a good explanation. Plus, her friend Willow, she's given the other gift card to because they've been friends since kindergarten. They've been friends for a long time. So, Lila, I'm so sorry I didn't I didn't have it recorded to play on the air, but thank you so much for calling me this morning, and I hope to hear from you again soon playing the car line competition all right i'll have another question coming up and i'll record this one (laughs) coming up shortly but first here is your drive time devotion all right back to this car line competition firing on all cylinders i've got you another question and i'll be recording this time (laughs) sorry about that lila but i hope you have a great day at school all right so here we go Now, this is about homophones. What's a homophone? Well, I'm glad you asked me because here's the definition. Each of two or more words having the same pronunciation, but different meanings, origins, or spellings. For example, new and new. New spelled N-E-W and new spelled K-N-E-W. See where I'm going with this? All right, with that in mind, here is your question. Which of these homophones means to be still? Is it stationary, spelt S-T-A-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y or stationary spelled S-T-A-T-I-O-N-E-R-Y. Ooh, 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, the question, which of these homophones means to be still? Is it stationary with an A-R-Y or stationary with an E-R-Y? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. And I've got a caller right now. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song. I'll get your answer. Here's Francesca Battistelli. God is good. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? It's Richard Udy. Richard Udy. What's up, man? Doing fine. Good. What you got planned today? Well, I got to go get my car oil changed. All right. I got you. Well, I got a question for you. Maybe we can liven up your day. We can bring a little fun to it. Here you go. Which of these homophones means to be still? Is it stationary, spelled with an E-R-Y, or with an A-R-Y? I'm hoping I'm right. A-R-Y. A-R-Y is correct. Yes, sir. That means to stay in one place, to be still. Now, the E-R-Y is uh, paper products called stationery. Yeah. So with that correct answer, you just won three gift cards, man. What do you think about that? I enjoy it. <laughs> Very good. Well, here's the question I have for you. We're giving you three gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. One to Albert Home Bakery, one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store. We want you to keep one and give the other two away to two very special people. Who are those people? Well, I'm going to give to my pastor, Thomas Shamley. Very cool. What church? Uh, church of the Living God in Grant. Very good. And the second one? And the second one I'll probably give to my wife, Kim Udy. All right. Very cool. What do you like about her? Uh, she's been nice to me, and we got a nice little baby boy. His name's Jeremiah. Wow, so cool. Sounds like an amazing little family you got there. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right, sir. Well, thank you so much for calling me. Let me grab your address real quick, and I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Richard Udi, thanks again for calling me, bud. Always love hearing from you. And yes, I hope your daughter, I mean, I hope your wife and your little boy are doing well. And yeah, I had to go get my oil changed this past week. And, um, yeah, it racks up pretty quick when you have to get wipers and you have to get an air filter and all the other stuff. So, whew, I hope they're easy on you. All right. <laughs> I've got another question here. In which country is the Taj Mahal? Is it in Egypt, Mexico, China, or India? Be the first caller at 256-505-0885 with the right answer. And you're going to win three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. One to Albertville Home Bakery. And one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. In which country is the Taj Mahal? Is it in Egypt, Mexico, China, or India? 256-505-0885. I wish I could say it like Trump used to say it. China. There we go. <laughs> I've got a caller. 256-505-0885. All right. It's blessing offer. Brighter days. I remind you of this all the time. You never know who you're going to talk to on the car line competition. Sometimes a student. Sometimes a teacher. Sometimes a bus driver. Sometimes it's a former student of a very popular person. 
And in this case, it's two very popular people that you hear from on a daily basis on this radio station. What a small world it is. Stick around, and we'll get into that on this next Carline Competition answer. It's a twofer, a twofer you're going to love this morning. <laughs> right after Elevation Worship and Tarn Wells with Echo. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. So you want to have a little fun this morning? Absolutely. What's your name? Jennifer. Jennifer. All right. Here is your question. In which country is the Taj Mahal? Is it in Egypt, Mexico, China, or India? India. Correct. Congratulations. <laughs> you just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. I think so, too. Here's what I love about it. Because I'm giving you three. I want you to keep one and give the other two away to two very special people. Who are those people today? Well, I would like to pay those forward to some other people that may need them more than I do. Okay. Wow. So you're rolling them over. Very cool. Such a big heart you have. Well, could you tell me about one special person in your life and share some love on the radio today? Well, um... My dad is 82. He'll be 83 next month. I lost my mom last December to COVID. Oh, And my dad only had, they both only had a 10% chance to walk to the hospital, and he did. And so we live with him. I'm his caregiver, and I couldn't imagine doing anything else. I would do anything for him. And he's all I have left now of my parents. So, he means the world to me. Wow. I'm so sorry to hear about your mom, but I'm so glad that you have your dad and you're getting to spend some extra time with him now. Thank you for sharing some love this morning. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. I hope you have a great day. You too. You don't have to put this on the radio, but you mentioned Toby Mack and Michael Tate last week. Yes. I went to school with them at Liberty University. No way! Really? Yes. (laughs) What was that like? It was awesome. (laughs) Did you get to see some of the early concerts? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. What a small world. Truly is. (laughs) That's cool. Hey, thanks so much for calling me, and have a great day. (laughs) You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Wow, so much fun. And yes, so Toby Mack, Michael Tate, Kevin Max, the three original members of DC Talk. You hear from two of those people on a daily basis right here on the radio because Michael Tate is now the front man for the Newsboys. And of course, Toby Mack is doing his own thing. So I thought, hey, let's go ahead and play you some of that early music, some of that stuff from DC Talk. This is the song that put them on the map. And hey, stick around because coming up, we're going to be talking with Pastor Gary Kraft about a local prayer rally happening this weekend. We'll get to that shortly. But first, here is Jesus Freak. Oh, turn it up. So good. It's so funny sitting here in the studio. Pastor Gary Kraft came in. He's going to be talking with us about this prayer rally. He's like, oh, I haven't heard that song in a minute. It has been a little while, hasn't it, Pastor Gary? been a while, man. But, man, <laughs> that's like, you know, some of the original jamming music for Christians anyway. That's right. That's right. That put them on the map. So, hey, uh, you're here to talk with us today about a prayer rally that's happening this weekend. Tell us, what's going on? Well, uh Six or seven churches in Gunnersville, the pastor's been meeting together on a monthly basis. And um, back before the presidential, the last presidential election, uh, the churches of Gunnersville got together and marched from uh, the Methodist church parking lot there on Gunner, marched down to where the city harbor is now, came back to the courthouse. And we had a prayer rally right there in front of the courthouse. And, uh, you know, it was just awesome to see the body of Christ come together. All believers, you know, majoring on what we have in common. And that's our faith in Christ and the fact that he's the answer, not only for our our individual lives, but for our nation. And so, you know, we that year we prayed Second Chronicles 714, you know, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and turn and heal their land. And and so we prayed through that together with believers from uh, who knows how many churches. I think there were as many as 10 churches represented there that time. 
And, uh, you know, we, we actually knelt on the concrete in front of the courthouse and then spread up and down Gunner and prayed over businesses and had a prayer tent, uh, had four prayer tents around town where people could just walk up that afternoon and, and receive prayer. And so, so this time we're going to do basically the same thing. Uh, this Saturday morning, that's November 5th, we're going to be gathering at uh, uh, First United Methodist Church of Gunnersville there between Gunner and, and Blunt in their parking lot, and we're going to march and pray our way down to City Harbor, turn around and come back to the courthouse, and from 10 to 11, we're going we're gonna to have some uh, prayer time uh, with the whole body of Christ in Marshall County. And we just encourage you, regardless of whether you live in Gunnersville or not, we're praying for our nation. If you're an American and you're a follower of Christ, this is for you. Because we believe in the power of agreement, Stephen. We believe that, you know, the Scripture says we're two or three agree together in prayer, right? Right, right. And so we believe that if 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 God responds to agreement in faith about an issue as two or three believers pray about it how much more will he respond when seven or eight or ten or 15 churches gather together right i mean i just believe this pleases the heart of our father you know it, it coincides with jesus great prayer of john 17 where over and over he says oh god make them one unify them in my name make them one so that the world will know that that i'm you know basically i'm for real and so uh, that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to have a li- live worship there. Uh, we've got a joint worship team from several churches that are going to be gathering. And, and basically, we'll walk through that hour with uh, different pastors and leaders leading the whole group in prayers. And, uh, and then at 11, it'll be done. Uh, we will have one prayer tent at Civitan Park that afternoon. And so we'll have banners up that say, Need Prayer question mark and uh, people can just walk up and uh, we'll have teams of people from the various churches manning that tent i think it's going to be from one to five that afternoon and so we just feel like you know this is a key uh to see god do what god wants to do really but you know Stephen, i'm convinced of something that i've heard it attributed to, to john wesley back several hundred years ago that god does nothing except in response to faith-filled prayer and we believe that god wants to partner with us he puts prayer in our heart to pray back to him because he wants us involved in the process and i believe that means the process of seeing our nation come back to its senses i think everybody listening this morning you know this nation is at a turning point right you know there's just uh it's just uh we're we're at a crisis point we need to see something happen and and many of you know the election will happen the next tuesday after this saturday we're praying and so we're praying that that god would would do something that only god can do as 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 we partner with him and you know i believe it's our responsibility to vote our conscience but but we have direct commands in Scripture to pray for our government and pray for governmental processes. And so we just challenge you. Uh, just show up. You can just show up at the courthouse if you don't want to walk that several hundred yards or whatever it is down to the harbor and turn and come back up to the courthouse. You can just show up at the, at the courthouse. We're going to set up right in front of the front doors and uh, just join us in prayer and, you know, we just encourage you to do that because we really do believe that God wants us to partner with Him to see a change in America. And listen, let me say this. This is not a political protest. We don't want any political signs. The only thing political about this is we care about our nation and we believe God is the key to turning this nation in the right direction. And so we ask you, don't bring any any uh, politically specific signs it's all about jesus and him moving in our nation and so we just encourage you we will meet at the methodist church if you want to march with us at nine o'clock we'll start the march at 9 30 we'll start the rally at the courthouse at 10 o'clock we ask you to join us for some of it or all of it and we believe God's going to use it. So that that's the deal. Awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor Gary Kraft, Lake City Assembly of God, one of the many churches involved 
in this prayer rally coming up this Saturday. All right. Hey, tell you what, let's get you back to the music that you love. I got Zach Williams here with Heaven Help Me right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Okay, so I spend a lot of time on the phone because I do a lot of different things here at the radio station, right? I'm here with you on the Lifeline Morning Show. And then, well, I do a lot of other things like, I don't know, try to get some business impact partners to partner up with the station to help us continue doing what we've been doing for 27 years. And so I talk with a lot of people. And luckily, it's something I really enjoy doing. But sometimes when... You're asking for a phone number. Say, I talk with the manager and they say, hey, yeah, I don't really have the answer for you, but here, you call the owner, here's their number. And so they'll give me the number, but it's always one of those things. It's like, you know, they kind of give a pause and then I don't know what to do in that moment. Are they waiting for me to say, okay, I got that part of it and they can continue on next? How does that work? You ever find yourself doing that when somebody's telling you a phone number? Well, there's a certain rhythm that really helps it go a lot more smoothly. And it's not really something I've thought a whole lot about. But Kevin James, he uh, he really has a way of talking about it. So I want to share with you from him. This is a little bit of his stand-up comedy. Now, Kevin James, if you don't recognize who that is, remember that show The King of Queens? Yeah, that was him. He's also in a bunch of movies with Adam Sandler, like Grown Ups. Always such a cool actor. I love seeing him on the screen. Well, here, this is a little bit about phone rhythm. <laughs> Take a listen. Annoyed me. I was on the phone with somebody today trying to get a phone number from that person and write it down, but they didn't have phone number rhythm. <laughs> I'm talking about phone number rhythm, especially if there's like an area code involved, like 212, bum bum ba, bum ba, bum ba. <laughs> that is the rhythm I think we're all familiar with. This guy had no clue. I was like, okay, Hank, give me the number. He's like, all right, it's 2129. Fifteen, eight, eleven, six, four, two, five, five, seven, two. Did you throw in your zip code? Because I got a lot of extra numbers over here. I have, I have extra. I can almost start a new number. What do you got? Start again from the top. The last four numbers, that's where they get you. Five, 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 six, team 41. Dude, I already wrote the six. I made the dash too close. I can't shimmy the one in there now. Yeah, I've been there before. I've never quite thought of it like that, though. <laughs> hey, Kevin James is, like I said, an amazing actor. You're going to be able to check him out on some upcoming projects. I'm just checking out his IMDb account now. So the crew, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but he plays this guy who is like the head of a race team. And it's been on Netflix. I've watched a little bit of it myself. It's, it's pretty cute. It's, it's like a good sitcom feel. He's got home team coming out with Sean. He plays Sean Payton there. All in. He's got sound guy. Hubie Halloween. He was on that last year. Uh, actually in 2020 with Adam Sandler. There's a lot of stuff in the works. A lot of stuff you probably know him from, but just a funny way. Of talking about that struggle we all have when jotting down a phone number. So let that be a reminder. Always have that phone number rhythm that, that'll help you um, help somebody else's day be a little bit better because they won't be so confused, right? Here's Rachel Lampa. So what is your favorite app and why? I wonder if yours is going to show up on the top 10 across America. We'll stick around and we're going to talk about that. Plus, I've got some uh, some info on an app that you might just want to install on your device and your kids' devices because, uh, well, let's just say there's a little incentive in it for them to do some extra chores around the house. What? Yeah, there's an app for that, too. <laughs> Stick around. We'll talk about all that coming up next right after Ryan Stevenson and the gospel right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, 
making your day better. No matter the problem, there is probably an app for that. And uh, it's one of those things, it's supposed to help make our lives a little bit better, this technology. But I've noticed that, you know, having the world at your fingertips in your pocket, sometimes that can be a little detrimental to us too, right? Like we can always check our work emails wherever we are. And sometimes our bosses, well, they count on that. (laughs) So maybe you're tethered to work through that smartphone, or maybe you use a bunch of apps to, you know, really check out those things that are important to you. So I wonder, what are your favorite apps? I wonder so much, in fact, that I put it up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter on the station account, and I asked you, what's your favorite app and why? Yeah, I wonder if yours is actually in the top 10 across America, or maybe the top most popular apps across the world. Well, let's find out. In America, here they are. TikTok is number one. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I spend way too much time on that app. Number two is Facebook. Yes, I love checking out Marketplace on Facebook myself. We got Instagram, WhatsApp, Telegram, Zoom, Snapchat. My daughter loves Snapchat. She was playing with the filters yesterday. We had like a, a pastor appreciation lunch after church and we were sitting there with some good friends of ours and Grace was playing around with her filters on my phone and she got one that gave her crazy hair. I turned around and I showed Mike what he looked like. And see, Mike's bald. And he saw himself with hair. He's like, ooh, that's different. I haven't seen myself with hair in years. (laughs) It's always fun. You've got Facebook Messenger, Duolingo, and Amazon. Those are like the top 10 across the states. Now, as far as worldwide, there might be a couple in here that you don't recognize. But first, of course, you've got Instagram and TikTok. Coming on down through here, their Telegram is number six. Shopee is number seven. And Zoom Cloud Meetings is number 10. So a little different, global, as opposed to just here in the U.S. But here is some information on an app that you might want to install on your smart device. Not only yours, but your kids as well. It might just inspire them to do a little extra around the house. Here's one really happy Really excited dad to tell you all about it. Millennial parents, stop. Stop right now and listen. If you're a millennial parent with a Gen Alpha kid or kids, stop. I got four Gen Alpha kids from eight to two. My cars, all four of my cars are clean. My dishes are done. The house is clean, swept, mopped. I'll tell you exactly how I did by a reward system in their tablets. In the app Family Link. What you want to do is go ahead and set it up on your phone and their tablets. It will allow you to give out minutes. I have a reward system where if they clean their room, 30 minutes. They do a chore, small chore. Feed the dog. They go and do something like do the dishes, 50 minutes, 30 minutes. Clean a car. That's back, clean everything out, throw the trash away, get everything inside, vacuum it out. Hour. I've never in my life had my children come up to me and beg for chores. This is amazing. And I'm not trying to do it like slave labor. Of course, there's certain things that they can't do or certain things they don't do well that we help them out with, like the dishes. They don't do the dishes very well, but we help them out. And then they get rewarded for it. My house has never been so clean. I used to be tired all the time about constantly going after my kids and picking this up and cleaning up my house and complaining to them, look, this is not fun. I have to clean this up every day. I have to do the dishes every day. I have to, I have to, it's done. It's done all through rewarding them. They want their tablets all the time. We can't have it all the time because it's bad for you. You need to use your imagination. Now, this is remarkable. They're begging for chores. That way they can have time. I just had my daughter come out, clean both cars, clean her room, clean off the table, and she ended up with like 170 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that, that's fair. That's, 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 what do you, how much do you want to use? She's like 150 minutes because then, then it's bedtime. I'm like, you're way smart. That's a seven-year-old. Boom. Done. Awesome. This is amazing. And I'm telling you right now, this is one of the best things I ever, ever had. I mean, everything's done. They're begging to take the dog out. Does the dog have to go pee? And I'm like, no, you just took the dog out 10 minutes ago. Does the dog need food? I'm like, no, the, the dog's food bowl is completely clean. Well, I'll clean up the bathroom. I walk in there. The bathroom's clean. Everything's done. Well, I'll do laundry. All the laundry's done. I'm like, well, I'll do dishes. No, you did that. Well, I'll sweep. You've already swept a mop like half an hour ago. Well, maybe clean cars. There, that's an idea. That's what they did today. This, 
amazing. And I'm not trying to sit there and, and tell you what to do. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you do you, I'll do me, but this works great for my kids. And I just want to spread the word. Maybe it'll work great for you. I, I don't know, but maybe. What do you think about that? It's called Family Link, and I'm taking a look at it right now. It's through Google, by the way. And it looks like it's a pretty impressive app. You establish digital ground rules. You set screen time limits. You can see what they're up to on their devices. Yeah, it looks like a win-win. So you never know. This might be the solution to motivate your kid to do a little extra around the house. And that's always good, right? <laughs> don't get me wrong. We don't want our kids dependent on their devices. But this kind of sets up a nice little reward system. Whereas, you know, like us and life, we have to go to work to make money so we can do things. Well, they have to do chores to get minutes so they can enjoy their tablet. That makes sense to me. So I just thought I'd throw it out there to you. Again, it's called Family Link. It's through Google and you can go check it out. The App Store or the Google Play Store. All right. More great music headed your way. I got Patrick Mayberry with Holy Spirit Come right here on the Lifeline Morning Show right after this. I hope you're ready for this. You might not like it, but this is my hot take for the day. Okay. Our kids can sometimes be a little less than little angels, right? In fact, I'll just come out and say it. Sometimes our kids can be absolute jerks. I know, right? It's like you don't want to think that way about your kid, but honestly, it happens. And the bad thing about it is you realize where they might have got that idea from. And it's like, what am I doing? What did I do wrong? Where did they pick that up? You know what I mean? (laughs) But that's the beautiful thing about parenting. You get to help them kind of, you know, gently come out of that and be less of a jerk and be more of a little angel, right? (laughs) I came across a little comment here. This mom who asked her five-year-old how school was. And this was one of those instances where she had an opportunity to react and to make it better. So she said, I asked my five-year-old how school was. And he said, it's literally... None of your business. So I said back to him, I was literally cut open to give you life. Then he told me school was awesome and gave me some of his cookie. (laughs) I love that because sometimes you got to put them in their place. And mom did a great job of that. But it is a struggle sometimes. It can really be a really tricky, little hairy situation trying to pull them out of a bad attitude. But Mom, Dad, you're doing a good job. Hey, we're all in this thing together. (laughs) Here's Josh Wilson, Things That I'm Afraid Of, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM. So there's something pretty cool that's going to start happening coming up in 17 days, 10 hours, 35 minutes, and 51, 50 49 seconds. I got the countdown on right now. What is it? Well, stick around. You're going to want to hear about this because it's something you'll be able to take advantage of. <laughs> no ocean, no valley, no mountain too high, no so it's something I'm really looking forward to. So I was so happy to see this over on Facebook on Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the GM Corner. We are coming to you today from the Sand Mountain Amphitheater, where in just a few days, Sand Mountain Skate will open. Uh, you can see just behind us here, the rink is has started to be, to be getting installed. Next week, we will have even more progress. And we are very excited to announce that our hours of operation and our calendar of events will be posted today. Ah, what do you think about that? Yeah, talking all about Sand Mountain Skate. I gotta play a little Christmas music in the background because, come on, it just screams Christmas. Ice skating? Yeah, this thing is gonna be amazing. If you wanna find out more about it, of course, you can find it. It's got its own website, which is really cool. SandMountainSkate.com. They've got a countdown going on right now. 17 days, 10 hours, 31 minutes, and 34 seconds as of, well, three seconds ago, four seconds ago. Anyway, um, (laughs) it's the largest outdoor real ice rink in northern Alabama. It's 100 feet by 40 feet. It's a seasonal ice rink open from November the 18th through January the 6th. They're going to have skates and skate aids 
for rent, so you can uh, get out there and not bust it if you need one of those skate aids to kind of get your feet under you, to get used to skating. You know, when I was a kid, I really got interested in skating after watching a movie called The Mighty Ducks, <laughs> on which they play uh, ice hockey, right? So I was like, hey, I can do that. And sure enough, the closest one that I had growing up over in Coleman County was actually up in Decatur, over at uh, Point Mallard. They have an ice skating rink up there, right? But I don't know. We went there a few times. I never quite learned how to turn or really how to stop on ice skates. And I've not spent that much time on them, so maybe I can get some practice in when they open up. Again, that's coming up. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be very shortly. It'll be here before you know it, but... Yeah, November 18th is when they're opening up. But it's 17 days, 10 hours, 30 minutes, and 18 seconds now. So, you know, we're getting closer second by second. <laughs> Sandmountainskate.com for more information on that. I'm just getting a little excited about it. I know my daughter is going to love it as well. So, uh, something fun to do with the family, right? <laughs> All right, well, stick around. More great music. Got some weather and some word of life for you as well. So, uh, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. I think it's a universal thing that we all want so badly for those characters that we loved watching as kids, maybe on cartoons or maybe in movies. We wanted them to be real, right? Even though in the cartoons, animated, it's not a real person. Or even in some of these movies, there were some creatures. Yeah, they looked real cute, but really, they didn't have life. They were inanimate objects. They were puppets. But you wish, oh, you wish that they were real. And sometimes you just believed that they were, despite the fact that they weren't. Uh, let me tell you, there's an amazing story Drew Barrymore has been sharing lately about her time on the uh, <laughs> on the movie E.T. And it's something I bet you've never thought of before. Stick around. I'll get into it. I'll let her share her story with you. I think you're really going to love it. Uh, it's such a cute thing. It's, it'll warm your heart. So stick around for that. Coming up right after we are messengers. And God, you are right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM. Two times. Okay, can I start? Okay, go ahead, Grover. Okay, here we go. Phone. Oh, yes, what a perfect day. Phone. Phone. No, no, not like an airplane. Phone. I think it came from outer space. You want to call somebody? What have you been reading? I am not paying for fraud. Do good. Do good. Stay here. Stay. And don't tell anybody. No, nobody. Be good. Be good. <laughs> I love that. It's a little clip from a movie that you've probably seen. Remember E.T.? Yeah. Well, Drew Barrymore was in that movie. It was released how many years ago now? Oh, my goodness. It was released in July 11th. Or June 11th. I'm sorry. 1982. The year I was born. Crazy, right? So, at the time, little Drew Barrymore... Well, she, I'll just save it for you, okay? Let's just say she was young enough to think that E.T. had feelings, that E.T. got cold. <laughs> I love this. Here, let me share a little bit with you. As she had some people involved in the movie on her show, and they were talking a little bit about her and how she interacted with E.T., and I thought it was so cute. Take a listen to this. Now, I believed E.T. was real. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah totally. Is it? <laughs> like, I really, really loved him in such a profound way. Is it, like, true that what, what would happen? Because I would go and take lunch to him. Well, but yeah. I well, don't... well, you would... The first thing I remember is that this, we were on stage, and it was quite cold on the stage, and uh, you asked the wardrobe lady if you could have a scarf for E.T.'s neck, because he was going to get cold. So you wrapped the scarf around his neck. But Dee has a great story, because... Well, you would go, we found you over there just talking away to E.T. <laughs> and so... We let Stephen know, and so Stephen, from that time on, appointed two guys to keep E.T. alive. So whenever you came over to talk to him, he could react to you. <laughs> 
How cute is that? Drew Barrymore at seven years old. She was convinced that E.T. was real. This little puppet. <laughs> I love that. It just talks about our imaginations as kids and the wide-eyed wonder that we grow up with. I love that story. And the reason why they shared that clip is because on today's show, on the Drew Barrymore show, they're going to have the cast reunite from the movie. How cool is that? You can find it locally on the Valley's CW. Just wanted to pass that along to you. I thought it was so cool. Such a cute story. So I do this quite a lot, and I tell you all the time that I'm blown away by how many people listen to us on our stream. And seriously, it, it just it's so cool to me that I can look at a streaming map and see these pins all over the place to show me where people are listening. Like, um, we've had Kansas listening with us this morning. Also, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, yeah, we've had Arab, Gunnersville, Albertville, Boaz. We've had Helsinki, Finland on. And last week, if you remember... I shouted out a few times that we had somebody listening to us from Hawaii and I knew exactly who it was. He gave me a heads up ahead of time that he was going to be going there visiting some family. It was Joel Modis who listens to us from Palm Coast. Here's a cool story on Joel. Okay, so Joel started listening to us when he lived in Huntsville. Then he moved to Palm Coast, Florida, and now he takes us with him wherever he goes, and I'm so thankful for that. I shouted him out this morning, and he heard me, and I said, man, you got to call me up. Tell me how your trip went, and guess what? He did. <laughs> Had a little conversation and a little side note here that I think you're really going to love. So here, take a listen to a little bit of our conversation with Joel Modis, a longtime fan of the show. Good morning, Joel Modis. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm really good, Stephen. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. It looks like you're back home safe and sound. We made it back home on Saturday. I'll tell you that six-hour jet lag, it takes a little bit to get over, but we're, we're over it now. I'm back at work. <laughs> okay, very cool. Did y'all have a great time? Oh, man, we had a wonderful time. We saw my, my daughter, who is in, she's active duty Navy over at Pearl Harbor. Wow. We visited her, but before we visited her on Oahu, we spent a week on the Big Island, and the... Um, military MWR, they've got a uh, an R&R camp right by the Volcanoes Park called uh, Kilauea Military Camp, and it is like so close to the crater, if that thing would ever blow, I think that whole camp would <laughs> fall into the crater, but it was an awesome time. Wow. <laughs> Living life on the edge, but having a good time while you're doing it. That's cool. <laughs> oh, oh, it was. We felt a couple tremors, like 2.5, 2.6 little mini earthquakes when we were there. But then, then we went over to Oahu for a week, and I tell you, the snorkeling over on the North Shore is just amazing. We did, did a lot of snorkeling with my daughter. Awesome. Wow. Good family time. I got to tell you a story about my daughter. She's stationed on Oahu, uh-huh. and, and she's just nuts about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and <laughs> But then they, they opened a Chick-fil-A on, on another island called Maui, and uh, so her and her, her roommates were so crazy about Chick-fil-A, they had to go over... Uh, opening day of the Maui Chick-fil-A. And so they took a, an inner island airplane hop over to Maui and, and, <laughs> and stayed a couple of days. But they were in line for opening day of the Chick-fil-A Maui. And, and on the way back, they got about, uh, I don't know, uh, 100 over 125 Chick-fil-A nuggets. And they brought it back on the airplane <laughs> to Oahu just because to get their Chick-fil-A fix. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. You got to love something to, to actually take a trip to the other island to be there on opening day and then to bring some back. But you, they stayed a couple days. That That's just nuts. She must really love some Chick-fil-A. Of course, they do. And of course, they did. They snorkeled over there and wow. had a really good time. But, um, well, you know, Stephen, I heard your shout out this morning to give you a call. So I just had to oh, give yeah. you a call, get some, uh, give you some updates of... Uh, of how we're doing, and, and we enjoyed listening to you when we were over in Hawaii, and um, I had to get up a little early to listen to you, but we, we made it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so, so thankful for that, and seriously, you've been such a great fan of the show and the station, really. Thanks a lot. It means a lot that you're listening. Yours is the best station uh, ever, so you keep up the good work. All right, will do. Thank you, sir. Okay, God bless. Take God bless. Care. Bye. Bye. Always good to hear from Joel Modis. How cool is that? Loving Chick-fil-A so much. His daughter had to go over, spend a couple days on the other island, and she was there for the grand opening. That is cool. That is a fan of Chick-fil-A for sure. And I bet you some of those nuggets got frozen so she can have a little taste of Chick-fil-A anytime she wants it. <laughs> That's cool stuff. Well, I'm always so happy 
to hear from you because you're the reason why we're here. Honestly, whether that's Joe Modis or Bobby Levine or Charles Parkinson or I don't know, there's many people who call in from time to time. We get to kind of keep tabs and see how life is going. You know, Charlotte Pesnell's one of them, a, a local bus driver who loves to call in. Yeah. So, and hey, we're always ready to help get the word out about stuff that's happening at your church uh, and your community because we're here. We're local. Yeah. Well, just this past weekend. We had a blast. We went to the Trunk or Treat at Arab City Park. And then after that, oh, by the way, Mayor Bob Jocelyn, he was over there. He was giving out candy. He had a pretty cool costume on. He and his wife, they were even snapping some pictures of the people who came through. My daughter made it on his snaps. How cool is that? But we did that. We went over to 12th Avenue Church of God, had a good time there as well. A lot of caring people just out of the goodness of their heart. The men, I'm telling you, they had candy ready for these kids, making a big difference. Sometimes it takes just reaching out to really, you know, to really impact people. Something free. You're always going to get some kind of response to that. It's a wonderful way to kind of, you know, share a little bit about what you're all about. And I love that they were able to do that. And there were countless other fall festivals going on, trunk or treats. Hey, there's one tonight you probably want to get involved with. It's always a good one, right? It's here in Gunnersville at the First United Methodist Church. It's going to be tonight from 5.30 to 7.30. Yeah, they're going to have free food, inflatables, a trunk or treat, and much more. Gunnersville First United Methodist Church is at 539 Gunter Avenue. For more info, you can go to gfumc.net. Well, hey, you know what? It's about come down to the end of the show. I hate this time in the morning because I really love hanging out with you. But a quick reminder, in case you missed any part of the show from today, you can go and listen to it on the podcast afterwards. And uh, yeah, I put it up at 885jfm.com. You just click on Lifeline Podcast. It'll also go to Apple Podcast and Google Podcast later today. So you can go subscribe. So anytime there's a new episode, you can get it. All right. Sound good? All right. Hey, we're going to be doing another car line competition tomorrow. Another big thank you to all of the businesses who help us with that. From Gunnersville Chick-fil-A to Albertville Home Bakery and the Caring Heart Thrift Store. We really do love partnering with local businesses. And hey, if that's you, if you'd love to partner with us as well, go to our website, 885jfm.com and uh, click on the partner tab. You can find out all kinds of information right there. All right. That's going to do it for me. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Get lots of candy tonight. I'll see you tomorrow.